Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello and welcome to another Spin the Rally pod. I am David Evans, senior staff writer here at Dirtfish and for once actually here in Dirtfish. That's uh, so I'm sitting in the studio which is a fabulous room but it is absolutely boiling hot Uh, and joining me remotely in somewhere considerably cooler i'm sure is our former sporting director and team boss who knows everything about sport george johnson good morning or good evening or wherever i'm confused george it's morning here in seattle we're we're good evening you're good morning yeah uh, we have we have seattle weather here today in scotland or the last four days we're we're on uh, 120 millimeters of rainfall in the last three well, days. You see, sure. the Pacific Northwest here, it does have a reputation uh, for rain, but I have to say, it does. the last three days have been absolutely beautiful blue skies, frosty mornings, snow on the mountains. It is... Stop it, stop it, stop <laughs> it. The best place in the world. Stop and it. also joining us, of course, is our deputy editor, Luke Barry. Good evening, Luke. Hello, and I can confirm it's very wet in Scotland, extremely wet, not pleasant. Is but it? I'm, I'm just oh. being a bit of a worse. Being a bit of a worse, it's fine. But <laughs> yeah, it, 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 well, yeah, no. It, let, I tell you what, boys. I have to say, as much as I would love to talk about the weather, we have had so much news um, in the last few days, in the last week. Let's, let let us dive in. Uh, and absolutely, David, it's very so, exciting. Am I? I think it's fair to say. Esapeka Lappi's move from Toyota to Hyundai. You know, we broke that story uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, and when we were writing that story, when we were putting that together, both of us, and, you know, George was saying, we were quite shocked uh, at that move. It, is it still, you know, a couple of weeks down the line from, from having time to sort of digest the fact that Lappi is, is away from Toyota after, and obviously it was confirmed on, on Friday, is it still a shock? Yes. Um, <laughs> you go. Not for not for me. It's not. Not for me. It's not. You go. You go first. George. Ex- let, let's let's go, explain, go first. George. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us. Explain. Well, I mean, uh, you know, to, to, well, Toyota. They've got. You know, they've obviously got Ogier still. You know, flitting in and out, uh, as a third car. Uh, Esapeka is looking for a full time drive. You know, he he did some he did some good drives this year, and he and he, he fell short. He he, he you know he. he he, he was leading. Did he? Was he leading twice when he crashed? Or certainly second once when he crashed. He crashed in Finland near the end, yeah. didn't he? And then he then he had that that accident. What, what was it? Portugal. Sardinia. When he went off. Sardinia. 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 Yeah, Sardinia. Sardinia. Yeah. Off off in yeah. the lead. You know, and and in fairness to the guy, um, not that I'm given to being overly fair to people in terms of you know nice uh, and cutting them any slack. Uh, I, I think I think I would put that just down to atrophy. You yeah. know, he just he just needed to be hotter and in the uh, behind the wheel more. And we've discussed that in separate programs. So he wants to drive full time. 
yeah, give it a go. Now, now he's got to learn to drive a car that is ideally set up for Thierry Neuville, mm. rightly or wrongly. And I'll, I'll say rightly, and I'm gonna, and, and there I, I would immediately make any Tanhack friends uh, uh, very unhappy, fans un, unhappy. But you know, he's got to learn to do that because two of his teammates, his, his two part-time teammates, Sordo and Breen. Can both drive a Breen car just just fine. Can both drive a, a Thierry Neuville car just fine. So he's got to do that. And, but I think he'll. I'm hoping that he'll rise to the challenge. Uh, he's a fabulous natural driver. He needs to concentrate. I think he needs to be less cool, less flippant, and uh, um, concentrate harder. I think he needs to really dig down and, and work hard. But I think he'll do it. So I'm I'm not surprised by his move. Right thing for his career. I, I've got great faith in him, and I want to see the. It's guys interesting. I, b- before before I make my point, I want to just clarify something David said because he said that we broke the story. But I have to say, 100 percent of that mate was you. So that modesty was very nice. It was appreciated. But that was 100 percent David yeah, yeah. Evans. There's there's no INT. I think it's it's tantamount to it's tantamount to stalking, David. I mean, obviously you're you're stalking these guys, watching if they're selling a car. And just to clarify to everyone, David noticed he was selling his car in Finland, his Toyota car in Finland. He must be moving, well, listen, and the, that was it. That was the, as simple the, as that. It wasn't you, was, was it, correct, David? It was someone else. That's all I'll say on but that. I mean, it was it was one of those things. That it seems like it might not be a clue, but actually, it does all add up. Yeah, no, it is. It's, 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 no, that, that day, I have to say, it yeah. was. It was literally, as I said before, you know, you were sending out a bunch of WhatsApps and everything and just trying to listen and second guess and read between the lines everywhere. Mm. Um, but it, it paid off. And, you know, my only regret, Luke, is you know, actually, you know, you <laughs> and I did work very closely on the story. Um, and the one thing that we couldn't, we, you know, we absolutely couldn't quite nail down you know, was it a full season? And I just wish that we'd stuck to our guns and said, 100%, he is going, and it yeah. is going to be that, because we, we were right all along. Um, yeah, so, we, we could we anyway. convince you to go a bit softer. Yeah. But yeah, I think the main thing for me with Esapeco, I saw the, as we all did, the announcement on Friday, and I've read the Dirtfish version, but the mm. the picture we used on that story, Esapeco in a Hyundai shirt, I always find it funny whenever you see a driver move, and it just, it seemed, it suddenly felt very real then, and it just didn't, and it, I find it strange because... I think David, you wrote it in your opinion piece. He's a driver that's not been shy of moving teams of late. But even somehow yeah. considering that, seeing him not in Toyota gear just seemed strange. And it, this is my fear with, with this entire move, is that as much as he has sort of moved home, Toyota has always felt like where he's belonged. And I know in a way you could, you could have put him anywhere this year after he'd had that year out and he would have been happy. But he just seemed incredibly relaxed and, and, and sort of content with everything that was there. I think that is that... Too relaxed. It's, Too it's relaxed. an anecdote I've wanted to share for a while and it's, it's slightly off topic to what George said but I remember we, Toyota arranged a call with, with Lapley after his season was done after uh, Greece, that was the rally, and somebody, a journalist asked him a question which I thought was a total waste and I'm actually going to refer to the exact transcript because I think it's really fascinating. They said if you had the opportunity to drive for another team in 2023 and it's with a rally one car would you be open to it and esapeka replies and this is less than two months ago no i don't see any other options in toyota so <laughs> things move fast in the wrc i uh, think that's the best way to put it there's no doubt you know i i would have my reservations as to how much input into this move actually esapeka had uh from what i can understand it was a, a, a move that was done mm essentially delivered essentially by his manager, Eric Faby. Um, 
is it the when I was writing that piece um, last week it was difficult because we all look at Hyundai and think oh you know they're second to Toyota actually right now they're not far from it they've had the superior car across the second half of the year yes there have been a bunch of issues with, with Toyota there's uh, punctures the tyre problems all of that kind of stuff but fundamentally Hyundai has outscored and outperformed Toyota since Finland so who's in the ascendancy <laughs> You'd have to say Hyundai right now, but still, you take everything about the the dynamic of the team, the way the team works, and stack that against Toyota. I would still be at Toyota. I think. I I just feel that, like you, Luke, as well. It's always felt like a natural home for Esapeka. The fact that he's Finnish, the fact that he's been there before, uh, it it feels like the right place for him. And and I remember exactly that conversation that that you just referenced there Luke he never looked to me like a driver that was going to move um, and it is it's a big shock you know it's a why would you want to why would you want to move he, he was quite clearly incredibly quick yeah. in the car um, uh, a, a limited programme and you know maybe his management felt there was a risk that uh, that uh, Auger would do a little bit more this coming this coming the- year so they thought he might have been edged out, so they've maybe shifted him from that point of view, just to just to hedge their bets and think, well, there's a full time drive, let's go for that. I think no, no, for for Esapeka to prove himself, you know, he could be world champion next year. That car is capable of being a, giving you a world championship, and he's in pole position. Well, he's 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 behind the pole setter I, to, to 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 do that. I think that, there's you know? definitely in what you said there, George. There is there's there's absolutely a right because there's always you know Sebastian Ogier has been very very clear. He doesn't want to do more than half of the year. Um, th- this year, he did that for a reason because he got his Le Mans, he got the wet program, uh, and he was very involved in, in circuits and stuff. But next year, perhaps less so, um, and he's still doing half of the rounds next year. But the, the thing that you've got to consider from Lappi's perspective is that Lapp, one thing that, uh, that Ogier, sorry, has never ruled out is a full-time return. So if he sits back through 2023, does his six or seven rallies, He's not doing the circuit racing, not not as busy as we expect. His son is getting that bit older. And who knows that in at the start of 2024, he might actually think, oh, do you know what? I actually fancy doing a full season again. And 100% sure, if he goes to, to Yari Matti Latvala, to the team principals there, and, and says, I want to do a full season, it's bye-bye Lappi. Of course it is. You are always going to take an... Yeah, yeah and, absolutely. And that, you know, the potential for that happening is... Is it very real? It's real because, you know, Augier talks about it. Um, so potentially mm-hmm. when you stack everything up and it, for me, it has to have bought more money. Of course it's bought more money because essentially Lappi's going to be doing more work next year. Um, and, you know, every driver wants a full-time seat. So it, it, yep. it's, yeah, it, it's, it was a big surprise. Uh, and like you say, Luke, it's always odd to see people in different shirts and, you know, if, if it all goes pear-shaped, at least Lappy's got a whole bunch of different team kit that he can stick on eBay. <laughs> there is that. Yeah. I love, I love yeah, that absolutely. contingency point. I think the one thing I just want to add on all that to wrap it sort of up with Lappy is that, as you say, David, one of the big things I was thinking throughout the year, and I have to say it was when Lappy was driving, so when Auger was kind of... I, I don't want to be as harsh to say he was having a blip, but he wasn't like... He didn't seem like he was at the peak of his powers. He certainly seemed stronger in his last three rallies of the year. But I, I did feel a bit sorry for Esapeka that 
essentially his entire program was just, just dictated by another driver. Um, even down to which rallies he would do was the ones that Auger didn't want to do. And it was like, I do think he does warrant that chance of a full season. But I, I don't know, it's an, an interesting one. I guess we'll, we'll have to see how he goes throughout the year. But he, I am slightly worried that he's one of those drivers that might actually, and it's something that's come into fashion now, but he might actually be better suited to a, a, a sort of a smaller program, but more effort and rallies more tailored to him rather than the full program where maybe there's events he gets a bit lost. And we know Lappy can be quite hard on himself. So if things go wrong, it's quite he's quite quick to let the head drop, isn't he? So yeah. I don't know. It's interesting, it, it, but we'll see. I think I think you're you're right there. Um, in in what you say, but he needs me standing next to him, David, with a cattle prod. I'll sort him out. I've got great faith in him. He just needs, he need, he need, you know, he, where, where's that where's that bucket of cold water and a sponge? Get back out there and fight you bugger. You know, I'd be standing at the stop lines with my it, bucket. He comes out. Oh, I drove really badly. Splash! <laughs> get back out there. Get to the next stage. Stop your gurning. Yes. Get on with that laddie. I, I, I do. I, I totally <laughs> see your point, Luke. Sorry. That that um, you know when when we go back. Uh, and look t- towards the sort of the latter end of the season. He definitely was itching to do those three rallies, and he was not shy of making the odd barb yeah. comment about, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm not going to be back in the car for so long." <clears throat> That's what you signed up for, EP. You know, at the start of the year, you knew that was coming. <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's rewind to this time last year, and the fact that you know he was unbelievably excited to get this deal. Um, but he's, a, you know, he's a typical driver. You, you give him one day testing, he wants two. You give him two days testing, he wants a week. Uh, it's by, by their very nature, that's what drivers are like. Uh, so, you know, it, it would have been disturbing if he hadn't had that ambition uh, and that desire to be getting in the car and kicking Sebastian Augier out for the last three rallies. Um, ab- ab- absolutely. But, but, but I think, you know, I, there's an element, George, you said, you know, he needs to be less flippant. I think he needs to be more flippant. Because uh, I, I absolutely love the sort of irreverence of, of Essa Pekka. I, I can see from you have a, a team yeah, print. Uh, well, I love it. I love but it. But you have a sporting director's yeah, hat team, on. My team yeah. principal's helmet. No, man, you, you need to. I mean, I want, I want, I want a serious, committed, yeah. good guy. I don't mind his flippancy and, and his relaxed attitude uh, to the press. But you know, and uh, and I know that he'll drive with steel. But then we see these little mistakes happening. Now, I've already, you know, given him, given him that because it's just atrophy. Yeah. You know, it's just. It's just you know he's not he's not got enough time behind the wheel, but he's going to get that fixed next year. I've got great faith in him, and I want to see the guy absolutely shine. Nothing would make me happier than to see him world champion because it's the most unlikely thing that you could imagine that's likely. As, to a, as a team principal, being world as a champion. team principal, George, does it worry you when you hear a driver saying, "I can't do what he's doing. I can't imagine how I could beat Kelly Rovenpera." Uh, uh, yes, it does. But at the same time, I, I would be happy that they'd said it because I'd just be taking him to one side. I would just be taking his race, his, his race team engineer. I'd be bringing my event strategists, my my tyre gurus, my weather team. I'd be bringing everyone together and I'd be saying, guys, let's just... So we've made these comments uh, next Wednesday after the rally. I don't care where you're, you're thinking you're going. We've got a meeting in at base camp and we're going to have a little bit of a confab about uh, the approach to the next events for the, ne- the next part of the year. And I would be having them those 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 discussions after every event if required. But you would generally only do them once or twice a year, but I'd happily do it. And they're, and they're, they're not vindictive type meetings. They are purely constructive. Right. You're thinking this. I'm thinking that. And you go through that. You bring those guys in. You start to analyse out 
all the performance, you do the overlays, you see where the losses are. There are so many tools, there's so much data and knowledge available. Your own engineers will support you. There's nobody wants any driver to do badly. And you'll hone it down, you'll analyze out the mistakes. It's hard work. And that's why you you have you bring everyone in the team because it gets these guys to focus. But you've because they're earning a lot of money, and the, the things can be a little bit easy for them. You've got to you've got to keep. Them you've focused. got all of that, George, and that's all obviously massively worthy. But ultimately, you can overlay your data, mm-hmm. you can do blah 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 blah. But ultimately, oh. sometimes a a guy hasn't got the same kind of talent that another another guy's got and it and potentially he's not as brave doesn't leave his breaking uh-huh. you know what did you say when when you had i, I don't know uh say freddie loix was struggling and he knew he couldn't beat yeah. um say tommy mackinon or somebody yeah. is is it yeah. is it more about the messaging are you correct that's a whole it's a whole I, podcast but it's a whole I, podcast but it was but all are good you actually stuff. Gonna, and, and we got it, results we got results you did, Freddie, but is it in the messaging this is my point is should you just tell EP, just be quiet. Stop saying that because it's no, 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 no. Well, yeah, to to some extent, yes. Because you know, why are you saying that? You know, honestly, I can I I I, I can start to give information that I'm not prepared to share publicly. I'll happily share it at a dinner. So if anybody (laughs) wants to buy me a dinner, hear some interesting stuff. I am available. I love that. Love that. (laughs) I'll happily put my phone number out. And and let's just be clear, George is very serious. But I can tell you. I can tell you that there are drivers that have that have achieved at the very highest level of the sport that have a lot less driving talent than me. Yeah. Drive physical driving talent and and control than I have. I was I was a pretty reasonable driver. That's all I ever got to. I never got the chance to or I never managed to maintain the chance to get to a higher level. But I had very very good driving skills and I'm not being boastful about that. They were good. Yeah. Uh, but did I have I didn't have the whole package. Uh, and, and there's drivers with less talent than me that went on to be world champions, and and they had something that they, they had they had a whole package. And I, I was so lucky. I mean, I got so far in my driving career, and I shifted, and I and I got into teams, and then I could see I could see where I got very frustrating because I could see where I went wrong, you know. Uh, uh, but at the same token, uh, you know, I'm I'm just one of the many drivers that was that pretty well had the talent but didn't succeed there are there are hundreds of drivers out there with the talent to get to the top of the top of the tree but have they got enough to get it all the way uh, no and there's only so many seats so lots of people fail and you know it's a pretty exclusive but very big club yeah. if, you, if you know what i mean you know there's there's 20 or 30 drivers a year you could put into that you know if you, if you go back down through the national rungs of sport there'll be some great drivers that haven't got the commitment, the money. They don't think they can manage it. Whatever. I mean, I I still maintain I couldn't have got to the top top of the tree because I don't think I could have stood the reckies. At that time, the reckies were three or four weeks long, and wow. it was just incredibly tedious. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, actually, they were quite good fun as well. I was going to say some uh, great stories from those three week long reckies. Oh my God! Um, yeah, that's another. That's dinner again, folks. Anyone, anybody wants to hear this? George takes all major credit cards. I'm not <laughs> and Apple Pay. I, I don't do any credit cards. I don't do any of those things. All you have to do, uh, really cheap. You just have to buy me a nice meal, and it, like it'll just be one glass of wine. I'm not an excessive person. It doesn't need to be anything too clever. I just like a nice meal, and I like them to be three or four hours long so we can <sighs> chat, and eat, and drink, and, and get to be friends. So anyone who 
I don't drink that much. You know, you won't get me legless no. drunk. You but a, a, a nice glass of wine. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit looser. Tongue. Anyhow, that's it. But the bottom line is, yeah, those drivers, you need to, you need to, you need, you really, really, really need to guide them very, very strongly. And it can be, it can be a problem with their driver managers or their family or their mates around that are telling them, oh, you don't need that diff, you need this diff. I've watched your car, it's not quite right. I'll speak to your engineers. Piss off. We've got very, very, very skilled, you know, Hyundai, Toyota, Ford, very highly skilled engineers, teams that are focused on winning, that understand the package. Um, sometimes, okay, within the team, they struggle to get the driver to fit. Um, and that's the real struggle. Can the car be changed? Yes, the car can be changed a little bit. And we've talked about that before, but the driver only really changes the last little settings. The main thing is the package and making sure anything that suits the driver enhances that package and doesn't take you outside where that package works and we've seen that in the past I, again dinner not not for air at the moment um i'm not i'm not loquacious enough to let that slip at the moment but i can tell you drivers that have completely destroyed cars yeah and and totally destroyed teams uh, with with their ideas that they forced and and teams weren't strong enough to stop that happening or weren't equipped to be able to stop that happening. And the, and, and the car's never delivered what it could have delivered because the driver refused to come to that setting, insisted on his own, and, and it went west. So, yeah, there's a, a heck of a lot you can do to help and, and guide the likes of Craig and Essa, Essa Pekka, to do brilliantly and realise all their, all their, 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 um, all their potential. And, and honestly, the, 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 bottom, the bottom line is that it frustrates the crap out of me to watch them making mistakes that you think honestly what are you thinking about doing that but but they're 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 very well paid it's a it's a very very uh, um elevated position they've got world championship drivers you know there, there are much less world championship rally drivers paid than there are formula one drivers mm. you know what, what are we there, there's a quarter or a third of, of the number you know there's basically nothing it's, it's it is probably the, the the most unique um exclusive driving club in the world professional driving club in the world i would say okay. yeah um, and 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 of course in, in all of us in rallying's view they are we are the best we are the very best um because generally speaking when our guys go across the racing they do incredibly well the likes of sebastian Loeb does incredibly well it's very difficult for guys to come the other way to get to the top level from that point of view, Sebastian Ogier disappointed, didn't he? He didn't quite make it with the Toyota in the same way that uh, you might have thought that uh, that he might have done. It was a bit disappointing. It, it was slightly, but I think you know there was there, again there were mm. there were a lot of reasons. Um, there'll, there'll be circumstances. Yeah. There'll be circumstances that we don't understand. For, I mean, absolutely categorically. For sure, I think Lowe's commitment to racing, not commitment, but you know the the planning and everything. It was a much bigger. It was a complete yeah. career change, wasn't it? You know, at the end of 2012, he said, Absolutely, "I'm done yeah. with rallying." With full, with full factory yeah, support. But actually, yeah. he wasn't quite done with rallying because he's, he's still here. Thankfully, he's still around now. Uh, still as amazing yeah. as with his performance. So, well, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not in the driving seat, but I'm desperate to know what Sebastian Loeb's doing next year. You know, I, I would imagine that he's looking for a very similar, similar deal. That's one thing that he's, he's been pretty clear on. Again, the same as. His, his countryman by the same yeah. name. He's not after a full season <clears throat> by no means. Um, but he would. He likes to do the events he likes uh, and enjoys. And, and for sure, Monty's mm. there and Safari's there. And 
there are a, a few others I'm sure um, but Brilliant. he's he's busy he's committed Brilliant. with Dakar and he's committed with, with off-road and I think Extreme E uh, again of so it, yeah there's, there's there's a lot and this is where the the, the, the kind of driver market you think okay of course there is one big question about where Roy Tanak goes and, and what have you I mean, you know there's a huge amount of speculation and let's not bother to add to that speculation but there are still various areas you know the likes of Loeb what does he do now what does Pierre-Louis Louvet, where does he go? What does he do? Um, but the other, the other ones that we that we absolutely know uh, from from the the news last week is Takamoto Katsuta will join uh, Toyota, and he takes essentially Esapeke Lapi's um, slot alongside Sebastian Ogier. They will run a, a fourth car when Ogier is running. I'm a little bit surprised um, in some ways that they've done that because. Really? We've seen Taka progressing. Sorry, somebody else. No, 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 I, no, no, no I'm just, I, I was just sort of interrupting, but I'm surprised at that because to me it makes complete sense. But go on, David, I'll, I won't interrupt you again. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, just, I mean, my, my only thought is that, you know, budget from what, from the outside, from what we can see, budget isn't an issue there. Um, and you could look at it that they are progressively applying pressure to Taka by giving him these six or seven rallies where, right, you're now in the big league you know, brother, you've got to get on and score some points. But why do... That's part of the growth, David. That's part of the it growth. It is, but equal... You need, to, you need to be able to survive yes, that pressure. Yes, absolutely, George. But why not, why not give him that, apply that pressure while he's still having the safety net of being in the fourth car? You know, fundamentally, we know that Toyota wants to win. It wants another world championship for the manufacturers. It wants another driver's championship. The best thing to have done would be to put an, an experienced... Uh, a Mickelson or somebody like that in that th- third car uh, to share with Ogier and still give Taka the opportunity to develop as a, as a fourth driver. Mm-hmm. There's no reason, there's no real pressing reason other than perhaps trying to sort of fast track it, not fast track, but just bring him on a little bit quicker. But there's no need. Uh, you know, if, an, another year, perhaps Taka, I'm not sure I haven't spoken to him about it, but perhaps Taka was really pushing for this. Uh, I'm sure he was, you know, he wants to be in the factory team. He will get there. There is no doubt that that guy can win rallies and he will have the speed. But I just I wonder if applying yeah. that pressure is, is coming slightly early when it doesn't need to. See, I, 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 look, at it, I look at it the other way. I'm loving it. I, I think that this year, to a point, he has, it's not been as much pressure, but for the first time he's been scoring manufacturer's points. So that, in a way, prepares you for the sort of idea of thinking about a team. It is, as we, we all know, different when you're scoring essentially just for yourself and not for the major manufacturer. But he's not completely leaving that behind. He's not doing a full season. I think if this was a full season in Toyota team, I would agree with you, David, and I would say maybe maybe it is too soon. But sharing with Ogier, right, we don't know how many rallies Seb will do, so obviously that's the curveball in all this. But say, say he does do half the season, we think it'll be 14 rounds, so that's seven rallies. You've got seven Takamoto events. It's it's to me it's just perfect training for what comes. There's no better way to do that than in the right way. And, and I don't think he can be seen as yes, he's not the fastest driver out there, but I think this year's shown that he can be very, very consistent. So to me he's he's the perfect rear gunner if something happens to, to Cali mm-hmm. or Elvin. You'd expect those two to be the ones on most events to be scoring the big points, but then you've got Taka there to, to rely on if, if you need to. Uh, and, and I guess the other thing to bear in mind is, yes, you could put somebody else in that car, but will there be an adaption period? Will they struggle not doing the rallies? Taka's doing all the rallies. He's not going to come into an event and not be sharp. So he'll, he should be there. I, I think 
to me, as I say, it, 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 I don't see any negatives at all. There's the, the commercial marketing aspect for Toyota to have a Japanese driver in there as well. It's it's a no-brainer for me. Um, what do you think, George? I'm gonna I'm gonna if the, if the, if the, I I absolutely am in line with uh, with with um, with Luke on this. And and if you'd listened to the podcast that we did without you, you'd have heard us saying exactly the same thing. <laughs> Just disappointed to know that you don't listen to our podcast. I, no, I, I listen to all of yours. I listen. I listen to all of yours, David. So just, just so I'm you very know. sorry, Joe. I have just no excuse. So you know. you know, modern technology dictates that I listen to all your podcasts. They are available yeah. absolutely everywhere. Hey, look, I know how. But I, I genuinely, I, I apologise to all our listeners, and I apologise to David. Sorry, <laughs> don't. He, he he does. He is actually he is actually on the go all the time. I I I. I I shiver when I look at his. No, no, I can, I can, I can, I can vouch for that. He is, he is a busy man. Enough of the, enough of the, enough of the communal love here. Let's get on with the interesting stuff. What's what's happening with Tanak then? Come well, on, I, Tanak, Tanak, Tanak. I'm, I'm not sure, so and I, I genuinely don't think there is any point in in speculating. You know, he said that at the minute he has no plans, and and I know for a fact that he has no signed contract anywhere. Uh, who's who's to say that the guy doesn't? take a year out who's to say that he doesn't you know he's got a lot yep he hasn't got a lot of options but he has options um here's a curveball who's, yes, to, say, he who's to say he doesn't come and do a season of ara yeah see okay. and, and i'm well, just or what about i mean toyota have the ability to run a fourth car on some events maybe maybe he'll come along with a sponsor and run a fourth uh, a fourth toyota exactly there are there are there are Perform. options or, or he can do the same with M Sport as well, of yeah. course. Can't yeah. he? And those are those are basically his two options. We should, we should, we should mention, totally. we should mention, it, it, we should mention Craig as well, shouldn't we? Because I know we're a bit tight on time, so I'm just going to bring that out there so we can get him in. Because he was the other, and I'm yes, doing your job there, David. Sorry, but he was the other big mover, wasn't he? No, no, absolutely. That I mean, that's that's the other that is the other point. You're, you're dead right, Luke. And that for me, well, it remains, you know, one of the 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 big disappointments. I have to say that. That the the Breen Ford M Sport has failed this year, um, and I I absolutely mm. believed that he would succeed. I really I genuinely thought that within that environment, an environment that is so so familiar to Craig, uh, you know, he's grown up knowing Malcolm Wilson, knowing John Steele, knowing you know he's worked at M Sport, he's lived the M Sport life for so long, mm. and I absolutely believed that it it would work. Um, and it's failed on a on a dramatic scale, uh, and it's just well, it's just as well your life didn't depend yeah, on it. it it's <laughs> it's, it's one of those things, though, isn't it? You know, it was. It, there's a whole bunch Jeez. of factors, um, and it once Craig got into that kind of holding on too tight and just trying to force the driving, yeah. then it's a downward spiral. Uh, and as much as Craig was telling himself. Yeah. I've stepped back. I'm relaxing. I'm I'm going off and doing Irish mm-hmm. national events on in 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 one of the family cars. Unbelievable pressure was applied as soon as he arrived at every at every round of the championship in the second half of the year. Craig, how are you going to bounce back from this? Craig, how are you going to put some stage times together? Craig, when are you going to get on the podium? Craig, when are you going to win your first rally? How, what's going on next year, Craig? It, it just and it, it, Craig is an emotional guy, um, and. I think it all took its toll. Seeing him, seeing him at the end of, of that stage, uh, the Fanger Coast stage in in New Zealand, it was a bit of a heartbreaker. Um, he's you know he's he's Heck somebody yeah. that that we all love and we all get on incredibly well with. He's 
him and Paul are, are genuine friends to us and to see your friends struggling like that, mm -hmm. it was tough. Um, but ultimately, Craig failed. Craig put the car off the road uh, and he knows that. He will have to take that on the chin um, and he's made his decision now to, to jump away and to go back to Hyundai and, and let's see, like you said, George, at the top of the show, that he's a driver that can drive a Thierry Neville car. Oh, crikey. Um, he absolutely can. And his speed and pace, uh, even even this year, you know, some of the videos that I've seen, the, the just the social vi uh, media videos from various rallies, and I've said this innumerable times, uh, uh, Craig's, Craig's high-speed commitment and control matches every other single driver and I analysed quite a lot of his offs where it was possible to analyse them this year and on nearly every occasion he was actually the fastest car when he went off yeah. you know or if, if he wasn't fastest he was within a second of the lead on whatever split now I know we can say well yeah he was going too fast he couldn't manage that but actually he was all he did was just make these tiny tiny little yeah like the one in Finland and, and just you know, slightly yeah Absolutely. Oh, that was that was that was the, the, the an absolute heartbreak that one, um, and I mean I analysed that very very carefully. Gosh, I must have watched that video about uh, about fifty times uh, going through it to try and understand. It was very difficult to understand exactly what happened, but it was nothing. And so many other drivers did pretty well exactly the same thing as he did. They were just fractionally more lucky, um, and and I think that kind of was like that in on that case. But his high speed commitment and control is immense. He's got the driving talent to do it. So what he needs to do is skill up. You know, he needs to apply a huge amount of work understanding where why other drivers are managing to, to stay on the on the uh, the crest of that wave and not, not go too far and slip off and, and, and dive under the waves. He just needs to understand that and it's it's you know it's just physics. It's it actually just is physics. Yeah. It's actually not even physics, it's arithmetic. Figure it out work at it it's a lot of hard work and have these guys got the ability to work that hard and delve that deep work with analysts with with psychologists sporting psychologists if you need whatever you need to do i would stay away from sporting psychologists personally but but they can help you with basic techniques i think are very good but you know i think his engineering team are the guys to look for you know if if but again, it's difficult sometimes for pe sometimes people don't want to hear the honest truth. It sounds like criticism where it's just help. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know Craig well enough to know if he could take that. He appears to me to be able to take it, but I, I don't know him well enough to know if he wants to hear all that. Yeah. I would. What I would do if I was Craig, I would absolutely change how I approach this. This is a professional job, a professional opportunity. I would go to the rallies with my co-driver and that's it that's my team do not surround yourself with lots of mates and yeah. friends cut that all out not not for negative reasons and i don't want i don't want anybody to think i'm saying it for negative reasons just uh, just delve into you know let the team be every every guide to you and that that would be my my guidance lean on the team that team obviously knows them and loves them yeah. massively the hyundai team and they will help you. They will guide you through. They will be your there is, there, there, and let them. They're the professionals. Leave there is them. a lot of discussion here, George, and it's been you know a running theme throughout the season about, and it's not just um, about Craig Breen at all. You know, we see Oliver Solberg's parents. We see Harry Rovenpera on every round. Um, mm -hmm. Is there is yeah. there a place for for parents? in it's something that we've obviously we're into second generation of drivers here. It's not yeah. something that we saw. Having said that, Jimmy McRae was always around, wasn't he? With with Colin and Alistair. 
Um, he, he had a job to do. He was usually doing gravel notes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, as often as yeah. not. Yeah, he was doing gravel That's notes. That's true. You know, Carlos um, Sainz is always at, at Carlos Carlitos's Formula yeah. One races. Where, as yeah. now, you... Yeah, that's just because he likes Formula you are, One. Your, your team principal, George, <laughs> what's your ruling on that? Yeah. Uh, quite strong. Um, I wouldn't be a very popular uh, um, team team uh, principal these days. You don't want In them. that environment. I'm very, very strict. Very strict. No, no, I don't. I'm not. Absolutely not. I've, I've seen Harry Rovenpera and how he follows his son. He's very, very, very periphery. Mm. He doesn't interfere. He goes out and watches... He's he's he he doesn't circulate within the team constraints, and he doesn't. I've not seen him in the. I've only seen him, of course, on on two events, which was Safari, um, and I've, he's basically the invisible man. So 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 for you, George, it's um, a sliding scale. If your parents come but stay in yeah, the background, that's fine. But if they if they come and they're front and centre, then no. Yeah. I mean, I, I, in fairness, I saw I saw Petter out in in Kenya this year. Um, didn't seem to be I, I did see him in the service oh. point but he didn't seem to me to be putting himself in between uh, uh, Oliver and the team although I, I mean I, I did I did do I did I did my full Sherlock out there and I'm, I'm sworn not to really tell anyone what I thought I saw and what I thought I experienced but I have alluded to this in the past I, I don't think that um, I don't believe having watched and seen what I saw that that um, that Oliver was in the same spec of car, the same settings of car as the as the other. No, he was He was in the banker yeah. setup. He was in the banker setup, and, and it really made the car <coughs> very difficult to drive, especially in the very loose stuff, which of course is what. And, and you're right, George. You know, talking um, to the so, engineers in the team, as 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 you did, and as I've done, and and as we all have done mm -hmm. across the second half of the season, he had no option on the on the setup of that car. From what we're told. There's the car, yeah. get in it and drive it. Yeah. yeah, but I would quite like to know. There's yeah. the car, get in it, drive it. Um, and it's it's yeah. impossible for a driver in that position. You look at the the accident in, in Finland. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course, it was Oliver Solberg's fault, but he was driving a car mm -hmm. which, from what... And Oliver, you know, I have to say, to his absolute credit, he will not talk about this. Uh, you know, he is not... Absolutely no, not interested in chucking the team I, under the bus. I, it was his fault. I, but, I asked him. Yeah, I asked him. I asked him several times about the settings in Kenya, and he wouldn't no, go to it. At all. No, but you've got you know it's our um, job to talk um, to people around, like you say, on the periphery, and and, and they've all said the same thing <laughs> that the car was not mm -hmm. set up how we would like it. So you're asking him to go quickly, um, and not actually mm -hmm. giving him a car which is is comfortable. Yeah, look, he, he, look, he did, he did, he did some great performances. He did, you know, but, but I mean, was it was it was it too early for him, perhaps? His career is by is, is has not been blown at all. He's still got lots of opportunity. Mm. No, he has, he has. That 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 golden opportunity with obviously with Hyundai has 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 come to naught. But I I think he he whilst it, you know, it didn't it didn't work out there. He, he, his 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 demeanour and approach to leaving the team has been very professional. Yeah. I think he'd be welcome back. You know, if he if he if he goes away and and builds his career, he can be going back to Hyundai in in. 24 yeah. months no, they've, 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 they've absolutely said as much um, and, and Oliver is, is perhaps yep. is a so good place to end today he is the other driver that, that you look at there are opportunities out there for him I am absolutely sure we will see him out and about yep. in, in Monte Carlo and through the season um, in what car we, we remain to see and absolutely stay tuned to dirtfish.com and at dirtfish rally on all of our socials and we will keep you 
ahead of the game. There's there's still some mileage in this year's driver market. So, uh, and this is me actually tailing off George yep, to is. say, I've got to run out the door. <laughs> I know you have. I know. Luke and I will just keep going with the podcast. It's you, okay. you, you boys absolutely do that. But from me, I will sign off uh, and you keep talking and bring it to a natural conclusion. Oh, we'll, we'll do another Good few lads. minutes. All right. We'll, we'll do a natural Thank conclusion. Thank you very much. David, thanks very much. We'll speak soon. Take care. Look after yourself and all your travels now. Come on. Okay, Luke. So we're still going. Luke, I, now, now I'll bounce it across to you, Toyota. Um, okay, they're quite clearly <laughs> Mr. Roven Perez, the world champion. He's staying. Um, they're announcing a team next week. We know that Oji's doing his part-time driver. We know that Katsuta's stepping up into the the third the third manufacturers. What about what about Elfin? He'll be and there. I, 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 I do. I think we had. I hope so. Well, I don't know if we were given wrong intel or if they just changed their mind. So Yarimati said to us that at the end of Japan, they announced it would be in two weeks. But buried in amongst the Katsuta stuff was quotes from Evans talking that he is there. So that there won't be any change Good. from any of the other that... drivers. But it, I think the, the interesting debate for me is who... Obviously, we don't know who M-Sport are going to have yet, so we can't comment there. But who has the stronger team? Is it Toyota or is it actually now Hyundai? Because I, I change my mind on this quite a lot and it probably depends on on what event you're going to and possibly weirdly depends on how strong Elvin's going to be next year because I think yeah. it's fair to say that Thierry's going to be Hyundai's biggest hope for the, the driver's championship he's your number one and no one's hiding the fact that he will be the number one driver at Toyota there's never been that hierarchy although this year Cowie's kind of made that his own just by the way he's driven but if you've got those Absolutely. two guys fighting against each other actually it could weirdly be a massive benefit for Neuville it, it it can be. It, I mean, it, it, I, I did say that when when Ott went to Hyundai, you know, I, I do you have infighting that can can have a negative effect? It shouldn't do. If the management's strong enough, it's a positive. If it's not, it can be a negative. In, in fairness to 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 Elfin Evans, I think you know he he did a pretty good Japan. He made that tiny little error. Um, compared to his teammates, it was a well. Actually, I think in fairness to to Sebastian Ogier, he just he just got a puncture as well. I didn't really manage to see where he got it. I did try to find all these things, but um, not all the uh, not all the in car footage went up that I could uh, do a full analysis. And and Elfin's mistake, I couldn't see where Elfin's mistake had happened. And I, I did actually watch Sebastian Ogier through that same section of stage in the preceding three or four kilometers to try and understand where Elfin might have made a mistake. And I couldn't see anywhere where he could have made that mistake in terms of the pace of the note delivery in Sebastian Ogier's car, because he, he suggested that it was a long note, uh, a, a late note uh, saying slippy. And uh, whilst I don't understand French, I was just trying to look to see where the note capacity was, how the delivery was, and I couldn't find a place where where I could identify that, oh, yeah, it must have happened there. But th again, Japanese roads, they've got these fantastic curbs and culverts and there was lots of curbs and culverts there and I believe he just clipped a curb on the way out um, and and watching him on the earlier stages so the first stage that morning he was certainly very very edgy and using all the road it was very very impressive and you know beautiful beautiful to watch I mean edgier much edgier than uh, than Terry Novel is so I think I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that what we've seen here in the latter part of this year and these these this certainly this last event although kind of the way it's come it's a one-off is that we've seen um, Elfin come together with the car 
understand the car better. You know, it's taken him a while to settle into that one, it would appear. Uh, I'd like to see him going out in Monte Carlo. And, you know, it's so, so important on Monte Carlo. You just need to finish in the top four. If you can't finish in the top four, then finish in the top five. But yep. don't stick it off the road because you're you're back-footed for the rest of the year. You are knackered. It's just so difficult. You can maybe bring it back together by the, the, the latter part of the summer if you don't finish Monty, but that's the way of it. Well, we, we so, saw that from him this year, didn't we? Like, he was, he yeah. was, and it's easy to forget, I think he was on pace to actually take the lead of the rally before he had that mistake on the Saturday. Yeah. But from there, yeah. it was, and it was, it was very unelvid. What we've been used to seeing was just the consistent point scoring. Um, I think he did actually score in the points in every single event of, of 2021. So him not finishing in the points or in the top 10 was just the weirdest thing, but... It's it snowballed, and uh, there is a lot of work, mm. as you say. I think Elvin, over the course of the year, he's been very upfront about it now in the fact that something isn't working, and he hasn't blamed the team either. And I think that's a really key point. He's no. been very open in the fact that it's something he clearly can't get on top of because Cali, the car's good. Cali can drive oh. it to win. So yeah. it's, it'd be interesting to see what work they managed to do now well, in a couple of months before Monte Carlo yeah. to, to get him back in the sweet spot. And just to highlight the point we made earlier about working with the team, you know, having those, you know, going across to team base, sitting with the engineers, you know, having a proper conference about how to how to lift the, the, the performance and address all the issues. And we've already heard the rhetoric from from Elfin. And more importantly, I think we've heard it from the team that they will work together with Elfin to address all those problems. They'll put all their resources in and they have done it already. To, to help Evan Elfin to understand where the shortfall is, where the shortcomings are, where these little errors are occurring. And Elfin's sharp. Elfin will will work on it and do it. And he's quite clearly focused in on that. So I don't have any doubt that if, if that continues, um, we'll see Elfin come back good next year. You know, maybe even, you know, again, definitely he's, 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 he's one of four full-time drivers. Well, five if you count... Uh, if you count Takakatsuta, yeah, uh, that really have a chance, a top end chance that we know to be world champion. You know, yeah, we've would, got, we've got two, two drivers, two drivers at Hyundai, two drivers at Toyota, well, three drivers at Toyota with with Takasan, and whoever ends up at at uh, M Sport on a full time basis. Uh, hopefully, they get one driver on a full time basis, but it may be not the case. So yeah. we, we are maybe looking at six drivers tops i think they've got a chance unless of course m sport get two top drivers um, then there's not really two top drivers around but but there are again there are people on the ascendancy who knows yep well this happens? is it we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens to m sport but i will ask you the question directly just to end this george um and apologies listeners for this has been a little bit of an improv podcast between almost three of us presenting at once but george <laughs> if, if you were if you were julian monse or if you were yari matty latva who would you which position would you be happier in? If you today were standing, you're going into the season with Neville, Lappi, Sodom Breen in a car share, or you've got Robin Perra, Evans, Ogier and Katsuta in a car share, who would you be more confident in delivering you both the drivers and the manufacturers championship? Crikey, that's such a hard one. If that you cut me down the there. middle, if you no. cut me down the middle, it still says Toyota down the middle, because I was obviously there, man and boy, you know, I was there for 16 years working in pretty well every job you could imagine in that team. Um, uh, and, and I have a, an, an intrinsic fondness for them. But, but that said, I, I, 
uh, I have full empathy with all teams. And, and you know, I, I looked at Hound and I think you've probably heard me mentioning it, you know, when when my fellow pre presenters have been very critical of Hyundai and saying they're in an impossible position, I've been the one that's countered and said, hang on, those are all professionals and they're doing a great job. And we all love an underdog. To my mind, still very slightly, Hyundai's the slight underdog, just very slight. Um, and we all like an underdog to win. Um, but I think Toyota are in are slightly on the front foot, but there is so little in it that just with the hard work and the tenacity that Hyundai have demonstrated throughout the whole year, and I know people will just say, no, it's just in the last six months. Nonsense. To make the last six months work meant just how much tenacity and grit they showed in those first six months of the year. So I'd say the tenacity and grit they've shown all year and ability and intelligence, lots of fabulously clever engineers in that team that have really brought that car to where it is that have allowed the drivers to come forward. And, you know, they, they, those those engineers, their input, that, that will have coaxed their drivers along too. So, geez, for me, it's just a flat tie. Ultimately, it's a flat tie. Any way you want it, that's a great. So we've got an open yeah. championship. There you are. Well, you know me. what, George, I'm not going to give an opinion because I like the way you've ended that. And it's a perfect way to look ahead to next year, which is for, for motorsport fans, they'll say two months isn't a long time, but we don't like not mm. having WRC. It will feel like a long wait, but there will be plenty of news, features and opinion, of course, on dirtfish.com and plenty more editions of Spin the iPod. We'll be doing it every single week. So make sure you're subscribed in wherever you get your podcast from. And George, we appreciate your opinion and insight as always. Thank you very much. Thank you, Luke. It's a pleasure as always. I apologise for being so feisty today. It's because it's dinner time. <laughs> we love it. We love it. You've got dinner that's going cold, yeah. haven't you? So we'll let you get to yeah, that. I'm going, I'm but going listeners, to get that now. listeners, thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.